Welcome to Mystics and Broomsticks podcast with Melanie Dawn and Tanya Ryan. Oh man, I feel like I'm low key here against my will. Not because I actually am, <laughs> um, but I was talking to Mel because uh, like I'm an idiot. We had a plan to record and I just, I, like, I just no showed her. I just didn't show up. And luckily she is just such a gracious, loving, forgiving person. And she was so chill about it. Um, and we do have this sort of fluid relationship with our podcast, with each other, with everything that we just sort of go with the flow. And sometimes that means we miss a week on our podcast and you know what? No one's complained so far. Uh, <laughs> If you have beef with our inconsistencies, uh, please send us a message and, you know, perhaps we will work to address that. Uh, But for now, this is the season of life as it is, and uh, I'm just doing my best to work with it. Um, So the reason I'm here against my will and the thing I was talking to Mel about is that this last little while I have been having a lot of... It's like, it's been a very emotional time for me and I am not great at emotionally processing. Um, What I mean by that is, and actually if you know astrology and you are familiar with a Capricorn moon, that really sums it up perfectly. It's just more or less like, listen, you know what? We don't have time for emotions. We have shit to get done. So emotions are icky and uh, kind of like they, they interrupt productivity and they're like unpredictable and volatile and it's kind of like the weather, like you can't control them, like you can't dictate, like you can't put them into the schedule. So therefore, um, I just like kind of try to find every workaround for an emotional experience that I can. So to people that don't know me very well, there are a lot of situations where I will come across as either cold, unfeeling, or like I have my shit together, just depending, you know, on, on your perception of how things are going. Um, and I, I'm not, I'm just not, um, expressive with with my emotions. I have my emotions on my own time. You know what I mean? I'll go and I go and I have like, you know, a few trusted centers that I go and, you know, off let, um, my favorite one being my journal, like whoever, like my ride or dies out there, like, please go burn my journals. Those aren't real feelings. Those are my feeling feelings and they're extreme and they're like, cause feelings are very irrational. So, you know, I would, I would hate for someone to read my journals and then think that that's like literally how I live my life. Cause it's not, <laughs> it's just, um, it's just, uh, an expressive place. So anyways, journal is the best place. Um, and then I do have a few friends that, that listen to me, bitch, which I re- really appreciate. Um, but yeah, I have had lots of things coming up lately and it's just, it's, it's sort of like the, when it rains, it pours, um, theory and nothing like I wouldn't say anything bad is happening in my life. Um, I would dare to say actually everything that happen is happening in my life is quite good. Um, it's just that it is causing me to have feelings. And then I have to sit with those feelings and digest those feelings and process those feelings. So I have to actually like make time for my feelings. And because I'm not very good at having feelings publicly, and this is why we're here. And you see how I'm just like talking about the feelings rather than actually, so I don't know what's going to happen in this podcast. Maybe I'll even throw it out. Maybe we, I won't post it. I I have no idea what's going to happen here. I am really struggling and I feel embarrassed, but I'm just going to I don't know. Mel said to distrust the process. So here I am. Um, 
But because I really struggle to have my feelings around people, like in a public setting, that actually I've noticed even includes my kids. So don't get me wrong. My kids, uh, sometimes they make me mad and I can get mad at them. Um, but sadness is not um, something that I feel super comfortable uh, being around them while I'm feeling sad. Um, and I don't know how to explain this. It's not that I wouldn't try. It's kind of that I can't. Like, it's like impotence. I have emotional impotence. So when I am around people, I like, I cannot get an emotional boner. Like, it's just, it doesn't happen. Um, and I occasionally will be in environments where either the emotion just kind of comes so suddenly that I, I, there's no filter and then it just comes out. Love those moments for me. Um, and then there's other scenarios where I will feel safe enough to express my emotions around someone. Um, but I would dare to ask, like, if you went to my, my besties, my closest friends and asked them how many times they've seen me cry, like, I don't think it's high numbers. I just, it's, uh, but again, it's the impotence. It's the, my natural inclination is to stuff it down, uh, keep it in and then take it and unpack it when I'm safe and by myself. So uh, my husband sees me cry sometimes, but yeah, anyways, so it's funny because, um, I have my two kids. I have, have not found mothering to be like a natural journey for me, which is funny. Cause I, I said that like before I had kids and so many people would be like, you'd be such a good mom. And, oh, it's different when it's your own kids, blah, blah, blah. All of the uh, challenges that I predicted did in fact ensue <laughs> so far anyways. Um, and so I definitely have found my mothering journey to be challenging. So with my two children, I'm like, I'm done here. Like my body can't handle another pregnancy. That's, that's over. The chapter is closed. My husband got a vasectomy. Like we're good to go. But I saw a woman the other day, my, um, youngest son is almost two. He'll be two in April. And I saw a woman holding a baby the other day and I was like, uh Oh, like I felt sadness. And remember, like, I'm out in public, like, I don't, this is not the place to be feeling sadness. But I did. I was like, oh, I feel sad. And then I told my husband, hey, I saw a baby today and I felt sad. I don't think this means I want more kids. I think I was just having a moment, right? Like, oh, yeah, we're done. We don't have, um, we're not going to have any more kids. I'm not going to have a baby again. Um, that part of my life is gone and over. Um, I don't have a baby now. Like I, I, it's gone, it's over, it's done. And because I was like kind of so busy surviving, um, my young children's journey, I don't think I, you know, the way that I awkwardly process emotions, I did not basically make time to sit and go, Oh, okay, here's our, here's your feelings window. Like, I actually think I should schedule time in my week to be like, here's where we're going to feel feelings today. Because I, I think I'm, mm, that's an idea, actually. I think I might do that. <laughs> like, where I take time away to specifically and intentionally like sit in my emotional experience. Um, because I've just gotten, I think, I, I think I've gotten good at, I don't know, I think disassociating is a really strong word, but I think I'm damn close to that. I just kind of step out. It's like, you know what? And there's a part of me that thinks that I, um, I actually feel quite intensely. And that's why I step out because it is such an intense uh, feeling. I do know I get hurt. When I get hurt, I get hurt so deeply that it is like, it's, it lasts forever. <laughs> and, uh, 
again, those of you that follow astrology, I do have a Scorpio stellium. So <laughs> it's, um, so the hurts are there for sure, but again, very private and, um, yeah, anyways. So yeah, I was having feelings about, um, uh, like, okay, we're done with that season. That's over. Had those feelings. Um, I've had some shifting in the dynamics of my personal relationships and that has caused feelings. And there's just like so many feelings and not enough time to process. Like how do normal people do this? Like how, how do, how do you just like feel without again, intensity? Like I I don't have the environment that facilitates me to, you know, have like a state of self-inquiry of like, oh, and where are these feelings taking place in your body? Like, how do we do this? Like in the moment, I obviously need to go to therapy. I need to talk. I, I think I'm going to ask her that. Like, how, how am I supposed to emotionally process in the moment that it's happening? Because if we, if we take that, the feeling is so intense and, and consuming and the emotions are so, so, so overwhelming and I think that, again, what I'm experiencing is some form of a freeze response. Like, it's I'm so overwhelmed by the feeling that I just, uh, it's like the absence of feeling. Uh, like, the color black is technically an over, so overwhelmed by color, it is the absence of color. Like, that's kind of crazy, right? Um, how, how, do, how do you moderate that? Like, how, how am I supposed to moderate my emotional experience in a way that I'm digesting it. Like I, I think I binge purge emotionally. I have an emotional eating disorder. I have an emotional disorder. <laughs> oh God. I don't know what I'm even talking about. Well, if you too struggle with uh, an emotional eating disorder, I mean, I'd love to hear about it. I know I'm not alone. I know that we all struggle. Like how many readings have I done where I've been talking to people about various ways that they can process their emotional experience, but I don't meet as many people with my scenario. I did meet one this weekend, but we didn't talk about that. Like that wasn't her, um, that wasn't her thing. We t I did talk about her, the way she intensely feels emotions. I was like, oh, hey, you're one of... One of my people I actually have like a little diagram for us to explain um, how, like, because we, the nice thing again about being in this body is um, I would dare say I don't get hurt about a lot of things. When I'm hurting, it hurts to like an endless degree, an overwhelming degree, but it's a, it's like a small target. So that's how I describe it. Um, like I said, I got a picture, but I can't show you a picture, so I have to try to describe it. So to hurt me is a small target, which means you have to have a very precise aim. You have to be like kind of fluky, kind of lucky. But when you get, when you hit the mark, it goes very, 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 very deep. I would say more commonly, we have people with broader targets, but they don't go as deep. So it doesn't fester. It doesn't require surgery. It doesn't require stitches. It doesn't, you know... Um, and then there's those of us where we get those like deep, deep, deep hurts and they, they stay and they linger and we do need, we need support. We need a surgeon. We need tools. We need like, and who has the time for this? Like I have an almost two-year-old and almost four-year-old. Like I, 
I don't have time for this. <laughs> like, what? I just don't know. I don't know how to do it. So I was hoping that, you know, this podcast was going to have like some profound, like I was like, maybe I'll just start talking and then I'll get these like, you know, profound insights and I can like fix my own problem. And anyone that's also on the weird journey of intense feelings can maybe also have some takeaways, but I got none. So maybe this is my, you know, I'm maybe I'll post it if I post it. Maybe this is an opportunity for other people to be like, I see you, I feel you, or here are some tools that you can use, or here's my therapist's number. You need help. (laughs) I don't know. Um, So I guess in conclusion, feelings suck. I hate them. And uh, I am going to just keep journaling and I'm going to make... arrangements to ensure that my journals are either heavily edited because there are cool stories in there. There's like, like I would really love one day for my, my kids to be able to read my journals when I first, like, you know, the week I first met their dad or something, you know what I mean? Like, that's kind of cool. That stuff is neat. Um, but yeah, there's definitely some journal entries that never, ever need to, I I probably don't even need to read them again. It's a safe space. It's a safe space. Sometimes I have to tell myself that. I Does anyone else do that? They journal and they're like, someone's going to see this. Like, I'm so suspicious. No one has ever read my journals. Like, in my whole entire life, that that freedom and privacy has never been encroached to my knowledge. And yet, I'm, I write like someone will see my journal. Like, I'm still diplomatic even in my journals. Like, I say that they're like this free-form writing. And don't get me wrong. I do occasionally have the days where they're like that. But there's also so many of my journals that are like, I'm just feeling big feelings right now. And I just need to be able to, like, freely speak. And and then I'll write. And it'll still be so diplomatic and considerate (laughs) of the person who I am, like, in interactions with. Like, I know that they were just really hurting. And they just said that because they themselves are feeling big feelings. Or... I know that that person, you know, just feels insecure and therefore they probably took these actions and led them to these decisions. And it's like, or maybe this person has experienced some level of childhood trauma and that's why they took these actions. Like, there's just so many things like, uh, and, and that, do you know how exhausting that is sometimes to like sit there and, and deduce why people make the choices that they make and, and to like, excavate compassion through every situation. Just going like, Hey, that person really hurt my feelings. I know they didn't mean to, they probably did it because, and then, you know, whatever, and certain compassionate explanation here, but it still hurt my feelings. I just don't understand why I can't just like, kind of just be mad, like just kind of go, that person's mean and I hate them. <laughs> like that would be so much simpler. And so, like so much less emotional labor. Uh, I had this conversation with my mom yesterday and she said something in there about like, you know, it's always been my intention to do like to do right. I'm paraphrasing, but it's always been my intention to do right by you. Like I've always had the intention to, you know, do a good job. And I just, I was sitting there like, I know, (laughs) like I know I've never ever thought my mom has done something maliciously just because she's a mean person. Like, and then I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, 
what are she thinks? Like, is she explained that to me because she thinks I do things because I'm just a mean guy. Like, and that's how I, I wonder about other people is are other people not having this conversation where you, you are considering like, Oh, that person must be having a hard day. Like, do we not by default do that? Is this not a knee jerk re- reaction? Maybe it isn't. Or is it? I don't know. Am I supposed to tell people, Hey, I hurt your feelings. That wasn't intentional. Um, you know, I said it this way because like, am I supposed to say that? I just thought it was assumed that of course I'm not being intentionally malicious. Of course I'm not. Like, of course I would never do something to intentionally harm anybody. Like, but it's very specifically, if you are a person that I love, I'm never ever choosing to do something to intentionally harm Like even when I'm really, really mad and I know what the thing is that I could say that would really, really hurt, even then I'm not doing it. I I won't do it. I I don't think I ever have. I haven't done that since I was like 20 something. I said it to an ex-boyfriend or now ex-boyfriend at the time. It was my boyfriend. I said something to be mean, but I haven't done that for like over a decade. Are we still do, are we still doing that? Is that still a thing? I know that sounds really judgmental. I'm just like, I don't know. I I feel lost in how to navigate life. Um, I feel like I'm doing just such a terrible job of being a human being. (laughs) Like, I'm just like, I, um, I find my existence in this body to be exhausting. I find the way that my mind works to be exhausting. I find the way that my, the way that I emotionally process to be exhausting. I don't know if I can share this episode because I feel like I am just like, do you feel burdened by my shares right now? Because this is another reason I don't like to be hyper emotional um, is like, because I have heard other people say, oh, this person came and they just dumped all their stuff on me. And I'm like, oh, like, you don't like that. I like to talk about that stuff. Come in, dump away. Like, I want to, I want to like pick through this pile and see where the gold nuggets are. Like, this is fun for me. But then other people, they don't like that. And then I don't know which people are which. So how do we do that? This is this welcome to my brain. Like, so if I share this episode, are people going to listen to this and be like, well, now I feel drained because, you know, she just uses podcast episode to emotionally dump. Or is it like someone listens to the podcast and goes, oh my God, she and I share a brain. Like we share an experience. We share a body. Like I have found my comrade, my comrade, camaraderie, comrade. Okay. Like I I just don't know. So I'm going to leave it at that because I'm basically terrified to go on. I think this is uh, boring. I don't know if this was constructive. I don't know if I'm going to share it. I'm going to have to think about it. Maybe I'll get Mel to listen to it and vet it. And then if she's like, no, this is cool. You should share this. So maybe then I can, so we can, I can share the the blame with her a little bit. If this goes to air, it's because Mel also said it was okay. Okay, guys. (laughs) Anyways, obviously I am uh, widely open to your experience shares and uh, input and, uh, I'll, uh, if I do end up putting aside some specific weekly time, like I choose, maybe I choose a, d- a, you know, a day per week and I carve out that window and uh, that's my emotional processing time. If I do that uh, consistently, maybe I'll let you know how that goes. Uh, because maybe some of us, you know, 
earthy moon people like Virgo moons looking at you. Uh, maybe we need to schedule in our, our uh, feelings. <laughs> I uh, want to say thank you for listening. I will. I would also like to apologize for you having to listen to this episode. I mean, I know you're here by choice, but um, I would still like to extend my deepest condolences for your having to suffer through this episode with me. If you would like to reach out, um, I am available on Instagram and uh, you can catch me at TanyaRyanXO. You can also email us mysticsandbroomsticks at gmail.com. And uh, we're on Instagram at mysticsandbroomsticks. And if you want to share some ideas for podcast episodes, I mean, at this point, obviously, I could use the inspiration. So would love that. Peace in. Peace out.